Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here they come to the stripe. Richard Petty's STP Oldsmobile. Waltrip dives to the inside. Petty almost put him off in the grass, and Richard Petty will win. Yeah, race. I mean, he's the best racer ever was. Most wins. It's Richard Petty by a foot. Petty wins his 200th career NASCAR victory. Well, without Richard Petty, where would the sport be? He's a king. Petty is sliding, slamming into the wall. He's coming down toward the finish line. Will he make it? Motor Racing Network presents Richard Petty, Road to Royalty. The winner of the World 600, Richard Petty. He's always got something funny to say, always got a story. Ladies and gentlemen, this crowd is going wild at Daytona as Petty takes the checkered flag and wins. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome to part eight of a series we call Richard Petty Road to Royalty. We continue to celebrate his 80th birthday that took place in Daytona on July 4th weekend. In this series, We've covered all aspects of the King and his contributions to the sport of NASCAR. Richard Petty is one of the greatest race car drivers to ever live. And for the bulk of his career, he had the statistics to back it up. 200 wins, 555 top five finishes, 712 top 10 finishes, and a total of 1,184 career starts. And he ran those over the course of his 35-year career, but... It was the dominance he had on tracks in the state of Virginia that will never be touched. White flag is out. Richard Petty coming down for the checkered flag. Among the 200 races Petty won in NASCAR's top level, he won 38 of them in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Richard won twice at both Langley Speedway and Old Dominion Speedway. He won a race at Starkey Speedway in Roanoke and five at South Boston Speedway. But the real breadwinning tracks for the King were Martinsville, and Richmond. A combined 28 wins, 15 coming at the paperclip in Martinsville. It's all over at Martinsville, Virginia. Richard Petty has pulled it off. And the other 13 at Richmond. And here comes Richard Petty off the fourth time. The checkered flag is out. Richard Petty wins the Richmond 500. Petty's record of 15 wins at Martinsville will likely never be touched as both Darrell Waltrip with 11 and Jeff Gordon with 9 have already retired. Why was he so good in south-central Virginia? And he says it was early on that the team figured out how to win and win big in Martinsville. Well, you know, it's just just one of those deals where from the time we first started, uh, in fact, uh, I think the second race I've ever won was at Martinsville. Uh, and it was, you know, 500-lap race. Uh, but it was just one of the things that, uh, you know, my brother knew how to build an engine for that particular track because it's all acceleration. And uh, Dale Emman, my crew chief, all those years, they, they just had a, a magic deal with it. And, uh, you know, we got we got lucky and uh, won some of them, but most of them, we, you know, we were able just to, to really outrun people. And then there's probably few of them that we should have won and didn't win because we had trouble or I crashed or something. So uh, overall, it was a good racetrack. What was called like a home racetrack because 70 miles from home, we, you know, right in the middle of, of everything, even though it was in Virginia. Uh, but it, we just always had good luck there, and uh, 
things really smiled on us. And to this day, Petty will always remember the Martinsville Speedway. Could be the collection of grandfather clocks he's accrued over the years, or the fact that every time the Cup Series visits Martinsville, Petty's name is brought up. You might ask what Petty's done with all those clocks he's won over the years. He gives them away to family and friends. Petty actually helped start the tradition of giving away the famous grandfather clock trophy. I think uh, all of us got one. Okay, Mother and Daddy got one. Dale got one. Chief got one. I think all my daughters has got one now. Uh, Kyle might have one somewhere. I don't know. And uh, but we'd, we'd won, I think, 14 races up there. And I won the 15th, and I told Clay Earl, I said, I want one of them great big. These, these were grandmother clocks is what they was giving away to begin with. I said, I want one of them great biggins. And uh, he said, man, I don't know about that. I said, you know, what about, you know, Cale had been winning a bunch of races up there, and Darrell had won. He said, you know, they'll be wanting one too. I said, well, when they win 15 races, you start giving them one. And, and dang, if he didn't come through, and then after he's seen it, uh, then they started giving the big ones away. Which, so that, that worked out really good too. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR Hall of Famer and MRN analyst Rusty Wallace says Petty was probably the most impressive on the Virginia short tracks, but that wasn't his limit. Petty could win at big tracks, road courses, and it never surprised anyone. He was always really good at those short racetracks. I mean, that's one thing about Richard. He was really good at all the tracks, whether it's a road course out of Riverside, California, or whether it was the Daytona 500 or Michigan, tracks like that. He was always one of those guys that you never placed a... uh, a symbol on his head and said, you're only good here, you're not good here. He could go to those Martinsvilles and Richmonds and beat the tar out of everybody. He knew how to do it, and uh, he was a real, really, really well-rounded racer that knew all the tracks. MRN anchor Joe Moore called Virginia his home state for the majority of his life, and he too knew that Petty owned the track when it came to racing. In the 70s, I was living in Virginia and, of course, would always drive to the races in Richmond and Martinsville. And you just knew when you left the house in the morning to go to the racetrack for the weekend that Richard Petty was going to be the guy to beat. He had such a winning record at both those racetracks. And I think probably everybody else there, uh, including competitors, knew you had to beat Richard Petty to have a chance to win. He just had both those tracks figured out. That car never had a problem, and Richard Petty knew how to pass everybody and, and, and go to victory lane. He did it so many times, it almost got boring. Richard Petty's son Kyle wasn't entirely sure why Richard was so good at Martinsville, but Kyle did know his father was one of the best drivers when it came to attrition. You know, I, I don't know why he was good. I think he was, he understood what it took to win a 500-mile or 500-lap race at Martinsville. I think that's why he was so good. Um, he understood that to get to win a race at Martinsville, uh, you had to be there at the end of the race. Uh, you had to keep your car safe. You had to keep your car clean. And you had to keep brakes on your car. Now, remember, and, and this is going to be strange for a lot of people, when they started racing there and forever they raced there, they had to run drum brakes. Uh, and, and you would boil the fluid in a heartbeat. So you had to be lazy. You had to let off a little bit early, not use as much brake, let the car do a lot more of the work, uh, and just really be safe and, and keep the car out of trouble. 
And he was really good at that. He was really good at that. Pearson was good at that. He didn't charge. Uh, Baker had two or three races that he could have won up there and ran out of brakes with, you know, 50, 100 laps to go because he had used up all his equipment. The trick at Martinsville was not to use up your equipment and have good enough equipment to last till the end of the race. Uh, and I think my dad is a driver and Petty Enterprises as a team. Uh, that's where they were as good as, as any place they ever went. One of Richard's former drivers, John Andretti, said that the king was good at Martinsville because the driver had more control of winning a race, and Petty was one of the best ever. I think Richard was good anywhere. I think that when it came down to you start doing driver versus driver, and the, you know, and there's, you know, you go to Daytona era, so important. You go to these mile and a half, are so important. But you go to Martinsville, and you know, you're going 140 mile an hour, and yeah, aero means something, but it means so little because you go down to you know, I don't know, 70 miles an hour in the corner, you know, so you're, you're slow enough that it's all about mechanical grip and feel for the driver. And I think that's what made the King, King was good everywhere, but when you got put in the driver's hands, you know, obviously he became better. Petty's dominance in Virginia was punctuated in the seventies when he won seven races in a row in the capital city of Richmond from 1970 to 1973. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I ran Richmond and uh, when it was dirt, and we won some races in the dirt, and then the asphalt just left the track exactly the same, put the asphalt on it, so I was able to win races there. Then they changed the racetrack on me and uh, made a better racetrack out of it, really. And uh, I just never, uh, I, I guess by that time, my career was winding down. You know, I wasn't winning races anywhere else, so why would you win there? And uh, so, uh, you know, I, I like the racetrack the way it is now, I really like it, but. Again, I never never performed that good there. Kyle Petty said his dad was a legend in the state of Virginia, and he loved the throwback feel of racing in Richmond. Richmond, I, I didn't, I won on, and I was fortunate, I won on the old racetrack. I went on the same racetrack my granddad went on, my dad went on, and then I went on. I never went on the new racetrack. Um, uh, but it was, you know, it, it was just an old racetrack uh, and an old school NASCAR track. Uh, and I used to tell people all the time, once you cross the line and going into the state of Virginia, uh, everybody was a Richard Petty fan. I've never seen that many Richard Petty fans in one place in my life, as you see when you go to Richmond and Martinsville. Those people are, are crazy Richard Petty fans and always were. Um, and it was always cool to go up there, and it was always cool to go to Richmond. Um, my dad won a, a number of races there, and you know the, it was the old fairgrounds raceway, and it, you felt like you were at a fairgrounds, so the, the feeling there. But Martinsville was our home track, um, and that was my dad's home track. And all the clocks he won and everything that he won up there, I don't think they ever went to Martinsville and didn't expect to win. Um, they always expected to win. Uh, my dad never took me out on a racetrack except Daytona to show me how to get around the racetrack, and that was about the only place. Petty's reign over the record books in Virginia will probably never be touched. The only driver who really comes close to Petty's numbers in the Commonwealth is Darrell Walter, who won at Martinsville 11 times and at Richmond six times. The memories Petty made during his stranglehold of Martinsville and Richmond will never be forgotten. And we hope this trip down memory lane may have sparked a smile or two from some of you who witnessed it. Petty may not drive a race car anymore, but memories will certainly live on forever. Join us next Tuesday for part nine of Richard Petty Road to Royalty as we discuss the legacy of Richard Petty and the impact he had on the sport. Until then, for the Motor Racing Network, I'm Mike Bagley. Have a great week. Richard Petty Road to Royalty is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the description and accounts contained in this broadcast must be with the express written consent of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.